The Weekend Legends Catch-Up Podcast can be heard anytime. You can even listen when you're enjoying life's most satisfying clean this weekend. And for that, you'll need a Karcher pressure washer. Whoa! That feels good. Karcher, life's most satisfying clean. So what do you got cooking this weekend, huh? Put your head between your legs in the brace position and get ready for another week of bats hitting balls. Balls through nets and off rackets with coaches blowing up and referees entering the witness protection program. Sit back, relax and enjoy what Triple M modestly calls the Weekend Legends. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Good to hear from Jeff Tyler there that the haze is starting to clear. Yeah. Last night for me, Andrew Rose, was a chance to watch some prime cricket in prime time. It was great. Like me, have you ended up feeling a bit sorry for Pakistan? No, <laughs> not at all. Listen, Pakistan didn't bring their best attack, so they're going to pay for it. Come on, it's a little tough when your highlight is when Afridi kicked the ball into the boundary trying to feel it. That's a tough night at the office for the Pakistanis. Uh, I love the commentators trying to figure that out. Do you reckon you just didn't see the ball? No, he kicked it. <laughs> The other show on television is where is Latrell Mitchell going? Oh, who knows? Now, the Daily Telegraph had a poll as to where the punter's expecting to be plying his rugby league trade next season, and the answer will surprise you. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk to Mark Spud Carroll this hour to help us make sense of it all. Yes, we're also going to do our pressure test where you can win yourself a Karcher pressure washer. And we're also going to look at the public sentiment rating about what fans love what teams the most. We've got a big show coming up, and the pink ball test is off to a flyer. Warner killing it with Labashan with the bat. But we want to talk about the man still to come in that order and how everyone's talking about him in the same breath as Bradman. Wow. That's Steve Smith, and that's next after Huey yeah. Lewis and the News here on Sydney's Triple M. All right. Put your feet up on the dash, recline the seat, and let these guys take the wheel, metaphorically. Obviously. Triple M's Weekend Legends. Gives himself room. Not sure about the single. They need to hurry through. Warner pushes his way through. A magic moment under the lights. The 23rd Test Century for David Warner. 200s in a row. Yes, you're back on the Weekend Legends with Chris and Rose. And that's David Warner as he continues his road of redemption with back-to-back Test Centuries yesterday at Adelaide. We just heard Huey Lewis in the news' power of love. I think the love is back for Dave Warner, don't you think, Rose? He did, it definitely is. I think uh, Australia being caught cheating is probably the best thing that's happened to us in cricket in the last five years. <laughs> really, really sharpened our game. Well, I, actually, I was talking, and my Uber driver this morning was Pakistani, and he was talking about the cricket game with us. And, you know, we, we said that as well. He said, you know, Australia, you've always been known as a scary cricket team, but now you're really scary. Now that you want to prove something... Australia are terrifying. Kerry O'Keefe was saying on Fox Cricket we're legitimate in all three forms. Now, prior to getting his century, Warner had to score his 50, and he did so in very unusual circumstances. Inside edge, David Warner. Very aggressive running. So good between the wicket and the overthrows will end up bringing up 50 for David Warner with a six. Wow. 50 to Warner with a six due to overthrows. Okay, so he ran two runs. So he's got an inside edge that's just dribbled out back behind square. Okay. And the Pakistanis have tried to run him out, and it's gone past the keeper, past everything, into the boundary. So, so they run six. two with a three, four, six. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. two plus a four, six. Hey, Mum, I hit a six today. <laughs> now, it wasn't just back-to-back centuries for David's, David Warner. It was also Manus Lobachain's time to cash in. Lobachain on 98. There it is. Two in two weeks for Marnus Labuschagne. Test match centre number two. Oh, they love him. They love him over there. Look, I, I'm no cricket expert, Chris, not like you. Fact. But uh, 
Mark, Labashain has been someone that's really wooed me this these couple of tests. So I'm really I'm, I'm becoming a Labashain guy very quickly. No centuries in the Ashes series, but it seemed to be the making of him as a bat. And yeah, you've got the raps of the like of Ian Chappell saying he is a genuine number three. Wow. And two centuries back-to-back for him as well. It's great times. They are an unbeaten 294 partnership, and they resume 2.30 this afternoon. Bit of a shout-out to Burnsy. Sorry, Burnsy, again. <laughs> Poor Burnsy. <laughs> so guess who didn't bat? Who didn't bat? Yes, his Shah's bunny, Steve Smith. <laughs> you might remember when Shah got him for four in Brisbane, he gave him the seven fingers because he's right. had him out seven times in six test matches. I find that as a, that's a respect, right? You're counting the amount of times you got the guy out. It's a good way to fire him up. I mean, they used to say that maybe Stuart Broad have it over... Smith, he's got him out only eight times in 22 test matches. Wow, so yeah. Smith will be in at some stage this evening and it'll be worth seeing, I think. And he very quickly will pass Sir Donald Bradman on the runs aggregate and become the 10th Australian to score 7,000 test runs. I, okay. I know this is what I do know about cricket. Don Bradman's stats, reputation, the entire thing is untouchable. And now you're saying Smith is getting close to it? He's just going to pass him on aggregate, and he's making a legitimate case to be the second greatest test batsman of all time. Far out. He's into his 69th test or 70th test, and he's averaging 64. Mm -hmm. Brabham played 52 tests. His average was 99.94. What? Yeah. How how does he have such a high... Aggregate. He is a statistical anomaly. He's just a freak. It's yeah. hard to think in world sport of anyone who's that far ahead of the curve. The one argument that can be made is he only played in two countries. He played against more than two countries, but only in Australia and England. But there's been nothing like it ever or since. Mm. I think he stands alongside Heather Mackay, who's the greatest Australian sportswoman. Yeah. She won 16 British Opens in squash between the years of 62 and 77, never, ever beaten oh, in man, that you, run. An entire generation of squash players just destroyed by one, one, one player's efforts. But Smith is so exciting. Uh, he's going to be the quickest person to 7,000 runs. The previous was Wally Hammond. I knew you were a huge fan of his work for England back last century. Loved Wazza. But there is, <laughs> there is an area for improvement for Steve Smith that's in the press this morning. Mm-hmm. There's concern that he doesn't sleep well. And this is a surprise because he's very successfully invested in koala mattresses. Okay, right. His share is now worth 12 million. Does he have night terrors or something? Just wakes up screaming? (laughs) Since 2013. (laughs) Pakistan, no! (laughs) He's averaged 111 in the first innings, 66 in the second innings, 55 in the third innings, just with they bat third. Right. And if they bat fourth, only 33. So. Okay. So the longer the game goes on, the the more tired he is? I just think we need to send him a better quality pillow. (laughs) Yeah, right. All right. So Australia takes on Pakistan, the second test this afternoon. Come on, Australia. Steve Smith might be that good, but we'll have to wait and see if he even gets out to the crease with Warner and Labashan. Absolutely destroying it today. Why not 600? As Chris said, (laughs) 2.30 today is the day two of the second test match against Pakistan continues. But next we've got something special. The great Mark Spud Carroll is going to join us, and he's always a fun chat. And we're going to talk to him about rugby pinching a superstar of our game. That's next on the Weekend Legends, Triple M. Like helping a weekend to the plums. Lambs Weekend Legends. Yes, you're back on the Weekend Legends with Chris and Rose. And news overnight that Rugby Australia is trying to pinch one of Rugby League's current icons, Chris. Can you believe this, Lachlan? Talk that Latrell Mitchell might be going to Rugby Union. Oh, Hopefully to share our outrage is Rugby League icon Mark Spud Carroll. Spud, good morning. Uh, good morning. Yeah, I think, mate, I'll, I'll wake up this morning. I thought it was April Fool's. They're cracking jokes. Like, seriously, um, Latrell, I can't believe how far it's gone out. He's he Bernie's, Bernie's British of the Roosters. To knock the money back they're getting these days is just incredible. Thinking they're going to get better elsewhere. Mm. Um, I would have stayed at the Roosters. He's now in, uh, in shallow water and um, he's struggling. 
You make a good point there, Mark. I think people forget that he's under contract to the Roosters next year. Now, 37% of Telegraph readers in a poll this week said he should play for the North Sydney Bears. Should we stop this sort of behaviour going on, and how do we stop it? Well, to the Roosters, I guarantee you, he will be playing for North Sydney Bears. They've said that. You can tell them their sense. They're, they're frustrated. They're angry. I guarantee you, they'd be, they'd be absolutely filthy. This kid's only, what, 22, 23. He's already won a couple of comps. Sure, he's going to be a marquee player, but mate, I would have stayed at the Roosters straight away. The guys who are over his management, uh, it's a kick up the uh, backside. I was going to say a word there, but probably I won't say it today. <laughs> but needs a massive kick up the backside because it's put this kid in the corner now. Mate, he is struggling to get picked up. Now they're saying rugby's going to pick him up. You're cracking, Jake. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. I love it, Spud. Mate, jumping off Latrell for a second, former Roosters hooker Peter Moskett has become the second Australian rugby league player to be diagnosed with CTE. Uh, Greenberg announced a $250,000 each year uh, incentive towards concussion research. Do you think we're doing enough as a sport uh, to cover this, or do you think there's more to be done? Oh, it's hard to you know, put a monetary figure on there, but you know, yeah. I'm glad they're still looking into it. Guys before my era, the guys I wanted to be like, I wanted to be like a Ray Price, I wanted to be like Terry Randall. Those guys, they were inferior, mate. They were just incredible humans. But, but I, I, I just think, personally, I reckon if anyone really wants to get a test, the league should be paying for it, mate. Because without rugby league players, which we are, we don't have a game. 100%. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Speaking of the issues in the game, Spud, the clubs met for the first time with the new Australian Rugby League chairman, Peter Volandis, yesterday. We believe one of the issues was discussed was this idea about Golden Point, which is a huge bugbear for me because I'm a Tigers fan and we always lose in Golden Point. <laughs> but the idea that the losing team get one competition point, so those games end up being worth three points. What do you think of that idea? Oh, mate, who knows? I'm confused with that sort of matter as well. Uh, when I came through, we didn't have the Golden Point. I'm probably showing my age. I've been retired 20 years, actually, this year, so we didn't have that going through. But it's uh, frustrating, especially if you're a fan, uh, watching your team go through 80 minutes and you've got to go and go again. It only takes one mistake, but I'm sure there's going to be a better way of doing it. Mm, I agree. There's got to be a better way. Uh, we're talking to Spud Carroll here. Spud, uh, you've been doing some great things with Parramatta's Kane Evans this year at your Spud's gym. Which mm. player would you like to get in the gym next and work with? Oh, Actually, I'm working with uh, a manly young kid who come to me, uh, Sean Kepi, uh, another outstanding son of ours, six foot five. That is monsters these days. Like, yeah. yeah, that's the entry point for you know the guys when we used to have the stereotype they used to bring the boy out front rollers at six foot one. Mm. Mate, we need some big buggers going through the, the, the days of the Willie Masons. They're all gone, but some like Sean Kepi, like I said, Kane Evans. The crazy thing about Kane, Kane Evans, I used to, I was telling him the thing about his defence. He's six foot five. I said, I wish I was six foot five. I would have tackled at six foot five. The thing is, he got suspended for hitting someone with his pectoral muscle. <laughs> swing an arm. Mate, don't get me going about head eye tackles, but um, I'm hoping someone like Sean Kepi, you'll see a massive improvement in this young kid. If, and it's only going to be great times for Manly. If you tackle with a peck in Rugby Union, you get two months, I think. <laughs> and look, finally, just a Bunnies question, uh, Spud, to wrap up. Now, there's hope in the Bunnies camp that Jai Arrow might come south from the Gold Coast. A lot of it will depend on the medical exemption for Sammy Burgess. Part mm. of the issue is his girlfriend is uh, former Miss World Australia, Taylor Cameron. Mm. The issue is, are there enough modelling opportunities in Sydney? Do you think we'd be able to help out in relation to that to get Jai to the Bunnies? Oh, wow, wow, wow. That's, a, that's an interesting one. Seriously, um, mate, every girl thinks they're a model, so <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, um, I'm pretty sure I should be able to get work. But at the end of the day, mate, I don't begrudge any player getting decent money. They're only in the game for a short time. So the South certainly need a, another player. They're going for him. I think it'd be pretty cool. 
Spud, we want to thank you for being on the Weekend Legends many times this year. We've loved talking to you yeah, and absolutely. have a fantastic Christmas and a great New Year. Spud Carroll. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Uh, all the Triple M listeners, the best. Thanks, Bye-bye. Spud. Always a delight to have Spud Carroll on the show. Oh, how was he going off about Latrell? That was amazing. He's always got clear insights, yeah. and that's exactly what the game needs. Coming up, we're going to get sentimental about Australian sport and find out which teams tug the heartstrings. That's next on The Weekend Legends, Sydney's Triple M. A show that combines our two great loves, The Weekend and Working half fast. Triple M's Weekend Legends. Yes, with Chris and Rose on Sydney's 104.9 Triple M. And don't forget, tomorrow Triple M presents Concert in the Clouds, your dream concert lineup live in one place with acts like ACDC, Green Day, Bruce Springsteen, Nirvana, and many more. It starts mm. tomorrow from midday for McDonald's in Australia. Summer means Maccas. But... It's that time of the year, guys, where we get our annual polls about our favourite teams, our best sporting teams in Oz. Lots of lists, Lachlan. Lots of lists. Yeah, it is. The, it is the. It, it's clicked over to December first. Everyone's putting up their trees, getting them away, and making top ten lists. All my favourite things. <laughs> Rose, in a bizarre alternate alternate reality, you could have been an academic. So I do oh, know yes. that you love your research. I would have been a hell of a teacher. True North Research came out this week with the benchmark emotional connection ladder for our national and state sporting teams. Okay, they're running out of things to make lists about. <laughs> And benchmark, say that again, benchmark emotional what? Connection ladder. This is dumb. Okay, so how does how is this graded? They look at the following characteristics, none uh, of which you'll understand. Mm-hmm. Pride, <laughs> trust, enjoyment. I hate all these things. Respect. <laughs> oh, no. And your personal favourite, bond. Uh, so I came last, I'm assuming. Yeah. So who do you think has topped the emotional connection ladder in our national and state sporting teams? Okay, national and state sporting teams. Am I allowed to guess what sport it is first? Sure. Hmm, I'm going to say emotional connection right now. It's got to be like a soccer team, right? So yes. Socceroos. Yes. No, not the Socceroos. They came in third, so... Agilaroos. <laughs> oh, what I got? Matildas. Matildas. Thank you sorry, very sorry, much. sorry, sorry, sorry. All oh, right, the Matildas are the number one team. I love that idea. Okay. I think that's really good. You feel bonded to them? Yes. No, I, that totally makes sense. Would They've you never say met that you. name? No, no. <laughs> Squeeze in between was the former number one, the Women's Rugby 7, a.k.a. the Pearls. Okay, yeah, nice. The Pearls. Which of the two State of Origin teams do fans more emotionally connect to, the New South Wales Blues or the Queensland Maroons? Oh, that's not fair. That's not fair because – I'm Can I have say, an answer, please? I'm going to say the Blues, but the answer's the Maroons. No, the answer's the Blues. Yes! They came in 14th with the Maroons in 15th spot. No way! Last year, which team do you think came 62nd out of the 62 teams? What was the team that we were least connected to? Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> 61st. Think hard. They were very unpopular. They were uh, very unpopular. Uh, so, like, rugby league? No. Uh, what is it? Sandpaper. Oh, the cricket, the straight cricket team. No way. They are back in seventh place. They have from worked what? their ways back into the hearts from 62nd to 7th in well, one it's year. it's amazing what a couple of tons can do for the team. <laughs> That's Fans crazy. Fans are most emotionally connected to the Melbourne Storm in the rugby league. Tigers 6th. Sorry, don't just gloss over that. People are most connected to the Storm. Apparently. The Tigers come in 6th. hate Melbourne. Bulldogs languishing in 13th spot. And unsurprising, Sharks are last. Oh. Now, the other report is Gainline Analytics, the best Australasian sporting teams in the last five years. And the criteria are win percentage, ladder performance, and stability, whatever the hell that means. Okay, I don't know what stability is, but Australasian means we're including New Zealand Correct. in this. Right, okay, cool. I know what Australasian Geography means. Geography for 10. <laughs> Who's the most successful Australian sporting team in the last five years? Australasian? It'd yep. be a New Zealand team, right? Wrong. Oh, no. I suck at this. What is it? The Melbourne Storm. Okay. Oh. Followed by the Crusaders, who have just announced that they've changed their logo. That's who I was thinking about. The Crusaders in the Union. Yeah, they loved over in New Zealand.
Now, just a couple of teams I know you know a lot about. The Canberra Brave came in ninth. What sport do they play? Oh, um, lawn bowls? Ice hockey. Damn and it. the Sydney Uni Lions in 10th spot. And they, of course, play... Darts. Water polo. <laughs> Damn it. And it's found that stability and governance is all important. So Melbourne Storm, stable, great governance, boring. Best yeah. team. Hate them. Next, we've got the latest from the Rugby League Trade Bingo, where every player's number could be up, but the Latrell soap opera update that you need to hear. Let's dive into that a little bit deeper next. It's the Weekend Legends here on Sydney's Triple M. This show is definitely on the weekend. Whether these guys are legends may be debatable. Triple M's Weekend Legends. Yes, with Chris and Rose. And don't forget, we play our Karcher pressure test in around about 10 minutes, so stick Ooh. around for that. But over the last few weeks, we've tried to bring you a simple and updated report of all the NRL player movements that have happened during the week. And this week has probably had the most activity so far, Chris. It is really, really humming along at the moment, Lachlan. <sighs> I tell you, man, it's so much Latrell talk. A lot I of Latrell talk. It was so much more fun talking about Latrell when he was going to sign to the dogs. <laughs> Too much Latrell talk, do you think? Uh, it's getting close to it. Yeah, we're going to talk about Latrell. Oh, great. Speaking of humming, remember when the Hoodoo Gurus re-recorded What's My Scene as What's My Team? Yeah, that I remember just, that. was just, I want you back. What about I want you as fullback for no, Latrell from no, the Tiger? No, 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 no. Okay, so <laughs> this is why the 2020 Rugby League team calendar that you bought as a Christmas gift might have been a bad idea. It's ruined already. So, I mean, I know Ryan Madison is on the front of the Tigers one, I think. Oh, it might become a collector's item. Who knows? Now, the big signing overnight for the West Tigers, and we are speaking to Tigers CEO Justin Pascoe at the top of the next hour. Very exciting. Luciano Leilua, just love that name, That's has signed great. for three years, having left the beleaguered St. George Illawarra Dragons. Zane Musgrave uh, is now able to resume training with the Tigers. So there's some good news there for the Tigers. Mm. The other big signing yesterday was CSCR Takiaho mm. has committed for three more years to the Roosters. They are doing a great job, the Roosters, in locking in the likes of Joey Manu, JWH, and now Takiaho. Except Latrell, but yeah. A lot of talk about Josh Addo Carr leaving the Storm. That, that was, what was that, like 24 hours of, of talk about it? Then bang, Storm's like, no, he's staying. Ain't going nowhere. Nope. So he's all right if he's on the calendar. Yeah, he's fine. Aiden Caesar has parted ways with the Canberra Raiders, gone to Huddersfield. Yeah, I, I, I know we're doing this three-player trade thing, which you'll explain, but it always hurts me to see a rugby league NRL player go to England. I want him to stay. Well, it works sometimes in, in your favour, and we'll look at that in a moment. Some of the other movements, Curtis Scott has gone to Canberra to place Jordan Rapiner, who's gone to... Rugby Union. Oh, no. Brody Croft after that not very secret coffee with Paul <laughs> White from the Brisbane Broncos in, in Stanley Street in Darlinghurst is committed to the Broncos. A lot of interesting movement at the Sharks. Chad Townsend, best hair in rugby league. Absolutely mm-hmm. no argument about that. Two extra years to take him through to 2022. Kurt Capewell, who did some great work for the Newtown Jets, who celebrated their double premiership plus state championship trophies this Tuesday at Edition RSL. tell you love saying It's that. fantastic. <laughs> He's gone to Penrith. Matt Pryor, who was such an important part of the Origin yeah. win last year. 100%. He's gone to Leeds, another gone to England. Mm. And with Leilua leaving the Dragons, in a weird way, it opens up the possibility, Lachlan, for Trent Merrin to return to your St. George Illawarra Ooh, Dragons. Ooh, you'd want some Trent Lockie? I'd rather have Luciano Leilua. Uh. <laughs> And let's just quickly go through the Latrell saga. There was the pie in the Daily Telegraph about where the punters think Latrell will play. Latrell pie. 4% think he'll go to West. And I think they're still open to that idea. That's that's pretty good rating for you guys. 6% to North Queensland. (laughs) If they've got any cap space after Valentine Holmes takes 6 million over six years. Six years. With 
Taumalolo, they've got a lot of million-dollar men up there. Yeah, they do. Uh, 26% say the Gold Coast if Jairo can head off to South. Latrell at the Titans. And, and Mal Meninga says it ain't be no holiday up there. I Why would you go to the Gold Coast if it's not for a holiday? That's true. But you bring up a good point. Mal. Mal is a big factor for the Titans. The Roosters is still who he's contracted to, $2.15 million for three years, except they took it off the table. Yeah, they won't admit that, though. 37% of the punters say that he'll actually play for the North Sydney Bears in the Canterbury Cup. It's <laughs> amazing. If the world has gone completely mad. <laughs> Throw in Rugby Union. We can announce on the weekend, Legends, that the new Socceroo for Australian soccer is Latrell Mitchell. Welcome, Latrell. We'll give you more updates next week as it will surely more will happen confused. throughout the week. But it's that time of our show. Thanks to Karcher, life's most satisfying clean. We're ready to play our pressure test. One triple three five three. if you want to play you sports fans. That's right. You can win a Karcher pressure cleaner. The fourth question wins the cleaner. Call us now. One triple three five three. Let's play. We're going to do that next. It's the Weekend Legends here on Sydney's Triple M. Not sure if it's the show you'd give 10 out of 10, but these guys do high-five each other a lot. So high-fives. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose, and we love this time of the week. Thanks to Karcher, it's time to do this. Pressure. The Under Pressure Test. Pressure. Tell you what, Lachlan, the word of these Karcher cleaners are getting around. A lot of callers getting involved in the pressure test. So let's take our first competitor, Mark from Holsworthy. Mark, you there? Oh, we've got a Ryan in Riverston. Ryan, are you there? Yeah, mate. Oh, you ready to play the pressure test, Ryan? Sure. All right, mate. So here's how it works. You get a question right, you stay in the game. You get it wrong, you're knocked out. We move to the next person. The first person to get the fourth question correct wins the Karcher pressure cleaner. Chris, you got that? Yeah, it's changing. It was fifth. <laughs> Stop it. Sorry. It's fourth. All right, Ryan, you ready to go? Here comes your first question. Manus Labashang will be starting day two of the Adelaide Test today. Who is he batting with? David Warner. Oh, look at that confident. Do you see how confident he's on the was? front foot already, Ryan? Yeah, Love David Warner. Put his back into that. Straight one. back through the covers. Okay, question two, Ryan. Here we go. Dave Rennie was hired by the Wallabies this week for what position? Um, head coach. Oh, love it, Ryan. He tried to act like he kind of knew that one. Like, <laughs> ah, that's such a fact. You knew that. Okay. <laughs> okay, question three, Ryan, is a basketball question. LaMelo Ball plays for the Hawks in the NBL. What area do the Hawks represent? That'd be Illawarra. Oh, mate, look at the look at the list of callers right now that I can just feel listening going, damn you, Ryan. Ryan, you're on ninety nine. Just one more for the ton. Okay, here we go, Ryan. To win you catch a pressure cleaner. Your final question. The Wanderers play against the Newcastle Jets in the A-League tonight. How many teams are there in the A-League? Oh, they had a one. 11 now. Hey! Oh, look at that. The clean sweep. I'm so sorry, everyone else. Lift your bat, Ryan. Terrific oh, century there to great. win the Karcher. He's done it. Four from four. Congratulations, Ryan. You've won yourself a Karcher high-pressure washer. Thanks to Karcher. Life's most satisfying cleaning. That'll be great over the summer as well, Chris. I know oh, you're yeah. going to get one. Mm-hmm. Wash your deck. Take full control of your home around, <laughs> around the home with Karcher pressure washer. Thanks to Karcher. Life's most satisfying cleaning. Big second hour to come, including Justin Pascoe and Matty Burke. They're going to join us here on Triple M. The Weekend Legends Catch-Up Podcast can be heard anytime. You can even listen when you're enjoying life's most satisfying clean this weekend. And for that, you'll need a Karcher pressure washer. Whoa! That feels good. Karcher, life's most satisfying clean. The Weekend Legends on Triple M.